Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us on Tragedy Plus Time. Everything's fine. I am your host, Summershine. This is a Rogue Media Network production. On this podcast, we're going to explore the deep wounds of tragedy, the way folks just like you survived said tragedy, and the nuances that we reflect on that now make us laugh. We're going to laugh, we're going to cry, and we're going to hear stories of profound survival, even when it didn't seem like it was possible. Sit back, buckle up, and get ready for the ride. I'm glad that you're here. Have we started this? Yeah, we're starting. This is fantastic. I mean, why okay. wouldn't we? We might as well start with the hey, Kayla, right? Okay. Kayla's hey. here. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm Kayla. Yeah. Hi, Kayla. How are you? I'm, I'm fantastic. Uh, tragedy plus time. Everything's fine. That's the name of the podcast. Um, I'm your host, Summershine. It all goes together if you say it like all in one swoop. Um, our producers really wanted me to say that, you know, tragedy plus time, everything's fine. I'm your host, Summer Shine, but it sounds I great. couldn't do it. it I sounds, couldn't do it. I have to break it up a little bit. So you shouldn't. I'm glad that you're here tonight. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad to be here. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I, you and I have formed like a fast friendship. You know, I feel yeah, like we were fast. just kind of meant to be friends. Uh, borderline you hauling. Like Border, yeah. yeah. I mean, like I would move in with you tonight. That you shouldn't. I live in a shed. So. Oh, you live in the, that's what she shed. Yes. <laughs> Yes, that I think is about it all the time. The name of my home. The that's what she shed. <laughs> that's what she shed. Fantastic. Yeah, it's like the best name for a she shed. Thank you. If I steal it, don't be mad. It's going to take a lot of effort to steal a whole shed. No, Somebody's I meant just notice. the name. I meant oh, just okay. the name. Yeah. I don't know. You'll be gone for five months. So we'll talk about that later. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Kayla lives here in Waco, Texas, and um, she is one of my favorite people. Um, like I said, we became really, really fast friends because she cares about the nonprofit organization that I run called Sunshine Recovery House. She has made a couple of friends at the house and she's joined us at parties. And anyway, she's just the light of my life. Well, thank, thank, thank you. <laughs> oh, what do I say? Uh, so, um, and Kayla came to me out of tragedy. I mean, you approached me uh, with your tragedy. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. And um, 
And I was immediately drawn to that. I love people who have had something hard in their lives and then are wanting to do something cool about it. And so I was immediately drawn to you. So I'm grateful that you're here and that you're in my life. Thank you. Yeah. So you have a pretty big tragedy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so in 2015, my little brother, Joe, uh, passed away from a heroin overdose when he was uh, 22 years old. So yeah, that was. Yeah. How old intense. were you? How old I was, were you? I was 25. 25. Yeah. So you guys are three years apart. Right. You grew up together. Oh yeah. Yeah. You look like identical twins. <laughs> yes. It's, it's he's really weird. He's a boy and you're a girl. Mostly. Mostly. For the most For the most part. Yeah. Um, but y'all look so much alike. Am I wrong? It's it's weird, yeah. It's weird. The the genes are strong. Yeah. 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 So you can you take us back to that day? Okay. Um or maybe a little bit before, because you had said there was a couple of indicators maybe beforehand. He had kind of made a relocated let's talk about Joe. Tell okay. me about Joe. Uh, Joe. Oh my gosh. He was, he was something. And he had the, the main thing is just the, his hair. Like that's the first thing that comes to mind with anybody. When they think about Joe, he had like this fantastic, like red, red hair. Uh, so I used to call him FedEx. <laughs> what? Um, well, it kind of caught on. I mean, cause you know, he just, where did the red hair come from? You know? <laughs> What you're saying all is... blonde hair and blue eyes and this redhead comes along. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. FedEx fan. Don't listen I got to you. This. I got you. <laughs> oh, your mom's listening to this. Hi, Mom. Don't don't share this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, yeah. Um, he was kind of like a grenade dropper as like a sibling. Like, he was like that sibling where everything's fine. You know, we're all fine. hanging out in the living room and he would just come in and just say something or annoy everybody and then just leave <laughs> like and just leave it like that like make the mess <laughs> and everybody else has got to pick it up you know it was like you know and that was of course the time where what was it like viva la bam was like oh cool, man so. like he was like that kid can we like, stop for a minute and talk about bam margera <laughs> can, we, can we can we talk about that? i feel like we should have a sponsorship from i don't him. think anybody's had a conversation about that in a, quite a long time and i love him he's fantastic he is but yeah oh my gosh you know teenager and loving this guy and he's like well i'm gonna i'm gonna make everybody else miserable too and pick on them so nice <laughs> it was great it was it was so great so he was that typical little brother but we were really close um we went to high school together we were in the marching band together for a little bit tell yeah. me what instrument you played can it please be the flute can whatever instrument it was the can irony just... of the flute would would have been fantastic <laughs> or the piccolo <gasps> The piccolo. But no, uh, I played the clarinet. So, you know, <laughs> not as just not as, as comical bad. as the flute. It's as comical. It was great. You know, I barely I played for like 10 years, but never like really played a note. Like, right. I just like kind of goofed around. I got to go to games for free. I right. Mean, right. In a letter jacket. Nice. You know, I got the whole high school experience and now just kind of walked around on field. Did you get ladies with your letter jacket? No, I was not the lady killer in high school. No, not the not the lady killer you are now. No, yes, exactly. Right. I am totally, yes. Super lady killer. Yes. Yeah. So what did Joe play? He played the trumpet. So okay. He, okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he played the trumpet. That's hot. He didn't stick with it. I stuck with it to like my senior year, but he kind of, I think he quit like 
sophomore year or something like that. Okay. But he wasn't bad. He was. And y'all are in the Dallas area at this time. Plano. Um, Allen. Allen. <laughs> Allen. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, alumni. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, but yeah, so um, we, we did that for a whole hot second. And uh, um, then, you know, of course, I got to say, like when we, you know, we're getting older, you know, we tend to get in trouble together. Right. You know, more so. Drinking, so, drugs. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff. Okay. Um, I I did all that stuff until I, I came out here to uh, okay to Waco. Yeah, I was kind of in all of that. So uh, I had a cousin who encouraged me to come out here, and like five or six years ago, I come out here, and here here I am doing this podcast. Hey, so, hey. I mean, this is the actualization of your entire life. I feel like yeah, okay, decent timeline. Yeah, but um, he ended up going to uh, working for Top Golf. So okay. he did maintenance for Top Golf. Joe was a workaholic. Like anywhere he worked, he he worked for Pizza Hut or whatever. Like he was always picking up hours. He was always working a ton. Um, totally. God, like, I would like his work ethic. Like it's something to be jealous over. Yeah. So, um, do you think it was a distraction? Work is a distraction for me. Oh, yeah, I could say that. Yeah, I could see that now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um. So he ended up uh, going to Atlanta. Top golf was like, "Hey, come out to Atlanta. We're opening this new, you know, I don't know, park or place, whatever you call Top Golf. Sure, facilities. I, facility is the word. I, I think golf. facility is the right word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, he was out there for about six months. I think it was about six months. And sure enough, uh, I get a well, I got a a message on Facebook from a friend of his, uh, his best friend. He was like, "Hey, I'm hearing this stuff about Joe, and because you know it's Top Golf, and he worked for Top Golf and Allen, so it was like, you know, okay, it, the, yeah, it came through the it's, Top it's Golf, coming through the you know grapevine, and so he contacted me about it. So, um, I called Joe, you know, a lot, and nobody picked up, and I called my parents and kind of let them know what was going on, and I called his job, and that's where I found out was uh." Somebody has job. His manager, you. yeah, had let me know. So that was rough. Um, what? Yeah. God. They had just gotten and um and I had called my parents back and told them and soon after that is when you know the police came and let them know. So it just information just traveled fast. Yeah. So yeah, faster than this day and age, it right? Could be right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So faster than the appropriate channels could be informed. Exactly. Perfect way of putting it, yes. He didn't show up for work. Right. And because he didn't show up for work and because he was an alcoholic, and I mean, an alcoholic, a workaholic, um, the kind of person that never missed work. Right, yeah. They noticed pretty quick um, yeah. that he had been at work, so really fast. So it's first thing in the morning. He's not at work. His boss goes to check on him. Right. I, I don't know if it's first thing in the morning because I didn't find out, I think, until about maybe three or four. Okay. That afternoon. Um, but yeah, they, well, he, he was doing ride sharing, you know, he was, he was getting a ride from a friend that worked there. So he went to go pick him up and I guess went inside to check on him and cause there was a key and just, and found him that way. So, okay. So yeah, that's, that's kind of how that went down. Did y'all know immediately? I mean, did you know this was a drug overdose immediately? Were there any signs? Um, cause he's in Atlanta. I knew it was. You know, the signs kind of came after, I want to say. Um, everybody knew that he 
you know, he liked to mess around with different stuff. But, you know, with me, it was just, you know, back when I was living in Dallas, it was, it wasn't that heavy stuff that he had, you know, ended up being, you know, killed by, you know, y'all were messing around with drinking and drinking and doing dumb stuff and and going out. Mainly it was the clubs for me (laughs) and stuff like that, you know, just. Okay. But, um, he was just, I just didn't think it was that bad. You know, because I had already, I had always partied with him. So it was like, okay, you know, I know. Right. I know how far you go. But yeah. I guess I didn't really know. And and we don't ever always truly know somebody, you know. For sure. Yeah, I, I definitely feel like, and maybe sometimes I feel like, you know, he was just, he thought he was smarter than than the situation, you know. Yeah. And, and bigger than the situation. And, and sometimes that just, it doesn't work out. Right. So. Right. Um. So he's there. Y'all know. You just kind of know it's a drug overdose. Or what drugs found on him. I had, there was um, paraphernalia. When I had gotten the messages on Facebook, like... People were saying people he were died saying, of it. Yeah. Or he overdosed. Yeah, it was kind of coming out it. that way. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Your dad's a firefighter. Yes, he is. He is a first responder. Correct. This is a thing he's dealt with. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So Joe dies... Y'all go to Atlanta? Y'all leave to Atlanta that day? Um, so that evening, my girlfriend at the time basically, you know, sped me up to Allen because, you know, I'm living in Waco. Okay, you were in Waco at the right time. Right, when I found okay. out. So um, went up there, started, I don't know, to be honest, like, I guess like hour for hour, I really don't remember a whole lot, sure. if that makes any sense. Yeah, um, absolutely. But uh, they were able to, we didn't go up to Atlanta, we ended up having him come down someone brought him down here to us oh wow uh, a corner yeah yeah however that stuff goes so yeah so yeah we ended up we didn't go up there or anything like that and even his his possessions and stuff were sent to us like i think uh, top golf really man like like whenever that went down like they were really supportive they and, up. oh yeah like yeah and a lot of his co-workers and stuff packed up his stuff and sent it back to us and yeah. stuff like that so yeah definitely they were they were pretty awesome about that that's great so, thank yeah. you. Thank you, corporate right. world, for being doing the right thing and not just right. Yeah. Sweeping I mean, it under some the people rug. legitimately cared. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. That's great. I love to hear when companies, you know, go into the fire with a family. Right. It's hard right. sometimes. Oh, yeah. It's hard. Yeah. The funeral happened. And uh, I do want to talk a little bit. You've told me a story about your dad that happened right after. Right. Right. Yeah. Do you um, want to talk about that? Yeah, we can talk about that. I'm, I'm sure he's fine with it. Um, so my dad's a paramedic firefighter up in North Texas, and uh, I, I want to say it was just just a couple of weeks after you know we'd buried Joe and all that stuff. Uh, he had taken a call, and uh, he was working the medic that day, and it actually ended up uh, being a heroin overdose, and it was a, a a young man around the same age as Joe, and uh, fatal. Oh, yes, yes, okay. it was. Um, so uh, so he went inside and everything, and um, a lot of his, you know, the guys that were working with him, they didn't, they didn't want him to go inside, you know, understandably. But, right. Um, he, 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 he went in there, and it's like he knew he had to deal with it. Like, it's like he knew what to do. Um, so he, he made contact with the mother, and that was the first thing he did was, you know, say, this had just happened to me. The same thing just happened to me. Um, so it was uh, definitely a right place right time kind of a, a thing like 
for him to be there for her. So yeah. Um, from what I know, I think they have still contact to this day, which is pretty cool. Man, so, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Right. Um, I think one of the most healing things that can happen is when you take your tragedy and you turn it into helping and healing someone else, you know, um, it's the thing that helps me. Right. So, yeah. So during that time, um, what, can you look back on a, a specific thing or a specific instance where you thought this is going to be the thing that kills me? This is going to be a thing I can't make it through. This is soul crushing. I can't survive this feeling or this. Um, I mean, as far as the, the, this situation goes, I mean, kind of right off the bat, I kind of just... I don't know. It, it's kind of been an ongoing feeling like that. Like, am I going to make it out of this in a way, you know, like yeah. it hasn't been like a very a single moment or day or, you know, month, you know, I'm, I'm still coming out of that. That's a whole broad thing. To Comes me. in waves. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been ongoing. Um, I, I've dealt, I don't, there's been, tons of different ways I've been trying to deal with it. And of course, all basically non-healthy ways. So you started working out? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I work, that's I work healthy. Out now. That's, that's healthy, but that's not, you know, it was fairly recent when I started doing that. Right. You know, this has been. Because it's been a few years. About five years, almost five years right. now. Yeah. So. Um, and you're just now coming around to a healthier right. place. Right. And you're about to embark on something pretty awesome to kind of work through some of this. Yeah, um, I'm kind of a balancing act, I would say. A balancing there act. There you go. Like, yeah. Like a life balancing act. No expectations. No expectations. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, I'm trying that. to, I keep trying to convince you. I keep trying to talk you into ha not having expectations, but it's hard. It's. Because, tell us about it. Okay, so um, I am going to hike the Pacific Crest Trail in its entirety. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Um, Tell us how many miles that is. I'm right, it's, talking. It's 2,650 miles. Ah, yes, it is. From Mexico to Canada. Yes, it is. Yeah. From Mexico to Canada. 
through California, through Oregon and Washington, Washington yeah. all along the coast there. Over 2,000, over 2,500 miles. Yeah. And how long is that going to take you? About five months. Okay. Yeah. And um, a cool thing, this is how we met. We met because you're doing this Journey for Joe. Right. Yes. Right? Yeah, that's what we're calling it. Yeah, Journey for Joe. Uh, please look Kayla up on Instagram and Facebook so you can follow that entire entire journey. But what's really cool about it is that you got to know one of the girls from Sunshine Recovery House, and you are are correcting the universe, I think is the first thing that you told me, by raising money for your pilgrimage and donating it back to Sunshine. Right. That's crazy. Well, I mean, it didn't start off with that, I guess, at first, but the more I thought about it, I was like, I'm going to do this, you know, like, like, let's do this. Like, yeah. Let's do something cool, too, you know. Let's for, do something cool. You know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, not that the whole hike isn't cool because it really is super, super cool. Um, and you are hoping for some spiritual, mental rearrangements yes, definitely. out on the trail. Yes. Because how do you go out on a trail for five months and not have spiritual, mental rearrangements, right? I mean, you come back with a new view of the world, quite literally. And fantastic thighs. And fantastic thunder thighs, my friends. Thighs. She is single, but thighs she may not be guard. when she gets back. A trailationship. I don't know about a that. A trailationship. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Kayla likes to wake up in the morning and find memes about the PCT and <laughs> send them to me, which is just maybe one of the most thrilling parts of my day. That are cats. Cats. Yeah. Ooh, I love cats. Right. She can try to find a trail cat. I want, if I happen to come across. You're bringing it back to A me. kitten. You're bringing me a trail cat. I mean, at that point, I feel like I'd be bonded with that cat. You can. I'll trade you cat trades or something. Yeah, I don't do cat trades. Cat swaps. I don't do cat swaps. I'm not that kind of girl anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the giggle. I appreciate it. So you've taken this tragedy, this thing that's still looming in your life. It's still hard. It's still painful. And um, you're going to do something really cool with it. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For a really cool cause. Right. I mean, it's not like, you know, he died of a drug overdose and you're you know, looking for a cure for erectile dysfunction, you are... I mean, if I would, I could. I mean... I, I prefer Sunshine Recovery House. You know. Appreciate I'm, I'm down to help everybody. <laughs> are you? Not like... No. Um, okay. Can we edit this? Yeah. <laughs> We're not editing that part. That part's staying in here. Um, you're welcome, <laughs> Kayla. <laughs> uh, so, um, this is my favorite part of the podcast is that we've just talked about something really heavy. And we have talked about how, you know, some of the ways that you're getting through it, one of them is working out. And then you've also had some unhealthy ways. I think that's kind of all how we dive into tragedy is like, let's fix this how I want to fix it. And my ideas are terrible. You have the worst ideas on how to fix tragedy. And then at some point, we're just kind of God inspired, right? I mean, how how are you not going to find God on the PCT? I mean, you know, I feel like sitting in a tent, probably in a hailstorm or something like that. I'm be talking to somebody. Yeah. So, but no, for real. Yeah. I definitely want to get more spiritually connected and you know, it's, it's kind of hard to do that when you're in this kind of like man-made fog that we have constantly around us at all times. So you just kind of just hit the brakes and challenge myself and, and do something fantastic, you know? Yeah. So, 
Kayla keeps saying, um, I'm not going to get hurt. I'm not going to, I'm going to do this whole thing. I'm not going to have blisters. And I'm like, girl, oh, please. Yeah, you are. I'm like, Whatever. I'm going to get all the blisters. <laughs> I don't yeah. always roll a joint, but when I do, it's my ankle. It is. Okay. Now that one is definitely for sure. I could yeah. definitely <laughs> roll a joint. My ankle. My ankle. My ankle. <laughs> but yeah. I know um, everyone's always asking me what I'm scared of and stuff. I'm like, I don't know. All the things. All the things. Yeah. I'm scared of all of it. Especially if, you know. She's, she has, she is scared of the amount of money that I'm forcing her to save before she goes. That's what she's really scared of. She's like, I don't want to give up my lifestyle. And I'm like, what lifestyle? You live in a she shed. I'm trying to figure out where you think (laughs) I talk like that. (laughs) It was just, I mean, all the time. (laughs) Every time I talk to you, you're like, oh my God. That is, I mean, everybody can hear that I don't talk like that. I think you're wrong. So again, let's get back to my favorite part of the podcast because okay. we're still not there yet. Favorite time. Let's go. Favorite part of the podcast is, uh, you know, we've talked about the tragedy. We've talked about the time. And now we're going to talk about everything's fine. And everything fine part, this is the comedy part of this podcast. So there has to be some times in there that were funny. There's something that happened that was just hilarious. And maybe at the time you didn't think it was funny, but looking back on it, it gives you a good giggle. So talk to me. Okay, let's see. Oh, okay. So the whole funeral's going on, right? And, you know, uh, we're a family that kind of, we, we definitely deal with things with comedy. Definitely, I yeah. would say. Um, but, uh, you know, we're all standing by Joe and we're, you know, just you know i'm just hanging out with joe i don't i didn't know where else to go right but um you know my cousin walks up and just to backtrack my cousin is or was a massage therapist now she's often doing like fantastic stuff now and and so uh she was we were all hanging out my grandmother's house one day and um he was like man i need need to get my back popped you know she's like i'll do that for you you know and and so he lays on this hardwood floor like there's no rug or anything it's just hardwood you know and and he's (laughs) And uh, she starts, you know, cracking his back. And I noticed the lower, you know, she got on his back. You know, I was like, man, like he's, he does not look comfortable. This man's in pain. This man's in pain. <laughs> so, you know, I look at him and it's like a single, like, you know, dramatic teardrop just almost come out of, you know, <laughs> the right one right there, teardrop, the one teardrop. Yeah. And so like, I'm like, yo, I'm like, Joe, are you okay? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'm fine. You know, cause he's trying to be nice. He's sure. trying to be sweet. You know, that was Joe. It's Joe. It's Joe. And um, I was like, man, are you? Are you crushing his nuts? <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't tell her. He couldn't tell her. He but didn't she have really a heart. was. He was just going to sit there through that pain. Oh, it was fantastic. Sweet so, Joe. I know. <laughs> we all had a good laugh. So, you know, we're standing there and, you know, my cousin walks up and like, she just looks at him and it's just like. This is at the funeral. This is at the funeral. Okay. Yeah. And she's like, man, I'm so sorry I crushed your nuts. Like. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> that's good funeral banter i mean it's the only funeral banter yeah for us, yeah honestly totally I'm, i wouldn't have it any other way yeah some jokes better be made at my funeral just listen a, bu- a bunch of them listen i <laughs> <laughs> um i hate funerals i can't stand them i, I go i go because it's required um but i am not a fan i want a comedian I don't want my friend to get up and give a eulogy. I want a 30-minute set 
from a comedian. They can roast me. I want a roast instead of a funeral. I want everybody to get up there and just talk mad trash about That'd me. That would be great. Yeah. I want there to be a food fight. Okay. You know? Um, I cremate me. Don't let anybody see me dead, please. You know? It's a cash bar, folks. Cash, cash bar. bar only. <laughs> I mean, I want it to be a real party because... I'm a party. Yeah, I'm a, a party business girl. in that. You know, I, totally listen, I have really, plans. really thought about this over and over Funeral again. Parties. Yeah. Shh. Don't talk about it. Does it start? We'll talk about this later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and you right okay. here. Funeral parties. We put the fun in funeral. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be our motto, like our tagline. <laughs> I think this is. Anyway, whatever. So, okay. Well, you went through a really traumatic time. And you've made it out alive on the other side. And somebody out there right now is dealing with a drug overdose. There's somebody out there right now who just lost a loved one. About 133 families a day. Hmm. Yeah. 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 It's pretty crazy. Do you want to say anything? In regards to that? To them. Uh, I mean, I feel you. We were normal, you know? I mean, quote unquote, I mean, I, you hear about the, all the sad Lifetime movies and stuff like that. Oh, they were raised in a bad home and stuff, which happens. But, sure. I mean, we were normal. My mom was a stay-at-home mom for the most part. You know, most of our lives, my dad was a firefighter. And and he, we were just had the typical middle-class childhood. So it, it happens to us all. It happens to everybody, every class of people. Um, I'd say more so, you know, and you just have kids that just don't, they just... They don't know, you know, they don't know how rough the world is. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I'm really glad that you came on the show. I'm glad. I I was so anxious. Oh, my yeah. gosh. <laughs> you feel okay now? I'm, I'm well, now that it's over. Fan, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that you came on the show. I'm glad that you shared your tragedy with people. It's Thank a big you. deal. And uh, I'm glad that you're talking about it. I'm glad that you're going to go walk the PCT. And I'm glad that I'm going to join you. For a short three to five days. What? Yeah. Short yeah. three. Why do you keep shortening I keep these shortening days? the days. Dang it. I was days. hoping you wouldn't gonna I, you weren't I gonna catch that. that. Real fast. <laughs> I caught on to that. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna walk a little bit of the trail. I feel like you. you're gonna come out there and have a picnic with me and then leave. <sighs> You've been reading my diary. Better bring good food. I will, I okay. promise. <laughs> I will, I promise. <laughs> so I'm grateful for you and I'm grateful for our friendship. Uh, man, I'm digging it. Me too. Yeah, I'm digging it. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. So, cool. Thank Sweet. you. Well, thanks for having me on here. This is this is pretty cool. Yeah. All right. It was great. Toots. Goodbye. Guys, thanks again for listening. You are amazing. This show is nothing without your support. If you enjoyed what you heard here today, please hit the subscribe button and show us some love. My name is Summer Shine. You can find me on all the social meds or check out my website at summershinespeaks.com to hear more about what's going on in my world. A huge shout out to Rogue Media Network for all their time, love, and support. Wouldn't even be a thing without these guys. Make sure you check out their other shows and tune in again next week. A special thanks to Fish Hands for our theme music. If you like what you heard, please hop on over to Bandcamp and check out more from them. Remember, your story isn't over yet. You're still here for a reason. This tragedy is just one of the spaces in your life, and there is life on the other side. You'll make it out alive. You know how I know? I did. Peace out. 
Hello, I'm Ann Harder. Central Texas Living has found a new home on the Rogue Media Network in a podcast. Join me each week as I talk to a new guest from our community that you may know or have always wanted to. We'll talk about exciting events, progress, changes in our little part of the world, and much more. And if you've got people you'd love to hear from on the podcast, just drop me a line at ann at roguemedianetwork.com. The show you've loved over the years on television is now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Subscribe today and we'll see you next time on Central Texas Living. This has been Rogue Media Network Podcast.